Hi, it is Sunday. Um, it's daylight savings time day. The worst daylight savings time of all time, which is the one when we have to spring forward and we lose an hour. Um, I saw something somewhere in social media land that some like senators or something were proposing a bill to get rid of daylight savings time, which would be great because we don't need it anymore. And it generally just fucks up people's sleeping schedules. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that it just completely fucks mine up to a ridiculous amount a lot of the time. When I had bad insomnia, oh my god, this... Like, even going backwards an hour messed with my sleeping schedule so much I would be exhausted for, like, over a week because of that. Even when we got more time. Um, I am glad, though, that last night I went to bed at, like, 1 a.m. So before the time change happened, so I just woke up this morning at, like, 9.30 and it was just, like, that was it was done already and I haven't felt felt like super tired today so that's a plus but we'll see what happens with you know work and stuff for the rest of the week um so one thing I felt the need to report (laughs) is that I I painted yesterday um and I made a painting that I'm actually really happy with. I'm looking at it right now, but I, yeah, I really like it. Um, I bought some, like, cheap Walmart paint a couple weeks ago and made a painting, and I ended up not having enough paint to, like, cover the whole, like, I made a painting, I didn't like it, so then I wanted to, like, paint over it, and... Um, did another painting, but I didn't have enough to cover the whole canvas, so it ended up coming out, like, super weird, and then, um, tried to fix it, but didn't like it, uh, so I just gave in and bought, Michael's has, like, these little sets of, um, of, like, ready-to-go pouring paint in, like, smaller bottles, that are like $20 and I just bought two of those and they have this thing on their website for certain things that you can get it like delivered to your house on the same day um I didn't think they were actually going to deliver it to me yesterday because usually that ends around five and I didn't put in the order until like six but they delivered it to me like an hour later uh so that's what I use for the paint and I like it it looks like kind of, it looks like a hurricane, kind of, like a storm in the middle of a ocean, um, basically, that's, like, the general idea, I was never, I wasn't going for anything, like, I've kind of learned that every time that I've done a painting where I've had, like, a general, or I've had an idea of what I want it to look like, it never looks like that, <laughs> like, never, something always happens to mess it up and I watched a bunch of other like artists like YouTube channels and that's basically a general theme that whenever you have like a very specific idea 
like at least when you're doing the kind like the fluid kind of art um where you're like mixing a bunch of colors together in a cup or whatever and then like spreading them around not like the kind of art you would imagine like somebody with like a paintbrush drawing like an exact picture that's supposed to look like a landscape or something like that when you do like more abstract art and you have an idea and then you try to do it, it usually just doesn't work out um but either way I'm glad that I did a painting that I just like um which of course means like I've I've hung a bunch of the paintings that I've had but I need to get more of those like velcro hanger things that are easy to just take off the wall because I have I have a like I'm trying to put up the paintings that I do have around my house or around my apartment because um yeah it's just that's why I have them even if like nobody else is ever in here and it's just me I want to see them and it's also a thing of actually showing my personality and by that I mean like the last apartment that I lived in um like if you walked into that apartment not knowing me there is like there was nothing in there that really showed what kind of person I was besides the fact that the apartment was messy and you could guess that I uh, was having problems cleaning. <laughs> and if you knew anything about, like, you know, mental illness, you could say that was probably going on. But other than that, like, there was nothing, there was nothing on my walls that really showed, like, my personality of what I liked, what I like and all that kind of stuff like um not even like you know like star wars or lord of the rings or whatever i did have a bookcase with some books in it so you could look at that but it's just i remember when i lived there and i would like go on walks and stuff i would sometimes i would walk by you know my apartment building and i would see like i could see in you know some of the people's apartments that were on the first level like me that lived who would have like their blinds open and I could see that they had like all this like you know all this stuff on their walls like pictures or paintings or just like whatever random stuff they wanted or had in their house just to kind of show their own sense of style and like the fact that they lived there I feel like every apart, like that last apartment and even this one so far is, it's like, it, they don't, it doesn't, it doesn't reflect me. It just kind of almost looks like super bare, like, um, anyone could live here. And if somebody like walked out and like, if I walked out and somebody else walked in, they could easily stay here and it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't look like there was much of a difference. And I don't, uh... I don't like that and I know that's like a thing with um you know depression kind of things of like not being able to have the time to think about like I want to decorate my apartment with things that make me happy because you spend a lot of your time just trying to function 
that that stuff just doesn't isn't something that you think about but since I have all of these paintings I'm trying to actually hang them up around my apartment um so I can see them and enjoy them and then if people do come in here for by any chance they can see them and hopefully like them and ask me about it um but I really like the painting that I did especially because it's I did it just because um I did a kind of painting I wanted to do not thinking about like not thinking about if other people will like it or anything like that just doing it for my own happiness and enjoying it because I like it and not really caring if other people enjoy it or not um that's why I stopped doing that so that's why I stopped painting for like however long I stopped like two months or something like that because I was so caught up with the idea of painting stuff that I thought other people would like that it took out all of the fun and I made a bunch of stuff that I didn't really care about just why I got rid of most of them um and just kept the ones that I actually enjoyed so yeah I was glad about doing that um but then the reason why I wanted to do to record this today was I've been thinking about um I've been trying to figure out how I feel about something and this thing is this podcast or whatever is how I try to figure that stuff out um I don't know if this is normal for neuro neurodivergent people but I I feel like it is just from things that I've seen but I tend to try to like process at least a little bit of how I feel before I go to therapy again and I have therapy again tomorrow um so that I have a better more clear concise idea in my head of how to express what I'm thinking and feeling to my therapist so she can give me you know good advice or just you know be a therapist like help me decipher how I'm feeling because it's it's a challenge for me to um be able to like pinpoint the emotion that I'm feeling and acknowledge it and then try to understand why I feel that way or yeah it's just difficult to understand emotions still so I feel I I tend to do that a lot and I'm doing that right now so the general idea is just I don't I don't know how to exactly put it but um I had or have I don't know what to call it um I had friends that I met online that I felt very close to and over the last year I just haven't I just haven't felt the same closeness with them and have like come into their lives and then drop back out again a couple times and I'm thinking about this right now because two of them had like big things happen this weekend 
one was very positive and one was difficult. Like one was, one of them got married and just decided to do the ceremony now and not do like a whole big thing um, because her and her dude are beautiful and wonderful and they're really good, like supportive. They're exactly how I would imagine like a, a good relationship to be. Um, and the other one, um, her stepmom died from cancer, which was something that she knew was going to happen, but it's still hard. And she has, she's, her mom died when she was young. So losing another mom would be, you know, really even more difficult. Um, than if you've never lost somebody like that before. So those two things happened this weekend and I'm almost like lost because I don't know how to, how, like I don't know what if I can consider these people friends still and how I should and almost like what I should do. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to put this into words. It's challenging. So sorry if you're listening to this and it doesn't make sense. Um, but I guess the thing is that none of the people from this friend group did anything wrong. Um, they were nothing like the friends that I had where I live that kind of had things happening as time went on and then um like we had a big argument about something very stupid that caused me to see that like you know maybe it's not worth having these people in my life when they're not going to support me and things like that they're nothing like those people like I miss those people because I miss having friends that I could see and hang out with on the weekends but I don't actually miss them necessarily I just miss having a relationship like relationships like that but these people that I met online they're nothing like that they didn't they never um hurt me necessarily they never did anything to that like caused you know like emotional distress or anything like that but as especially last year I just I don't I don't feel the same connection to them anymore and it it makes me really sad like I'm gonna cry in a second but because those people are like were really important to me um and they still are but this is why I say like I don't know what I should do because I don't know I just don't know like I don't know if I should um if I should try to keep them as 
like try to talk to them again more or just kind of let it be how it is like we I because I the thing that's difficult is that I still love them a lot which is probably why I'm upset like or crying right now but it's hard because I've used to feel this like this big um this connection with all of them and I just felt like uh, they understood me and I, and I understood them we had a lot of like you know the things that all friends group has we had a lot of um inside jokes and things like that and a lot of it did come from I met them all because they all liked Star Wars we all met through like the online fandom but our like friendship group passed that but that was always kind of the focal point like a couple like a couple of them do a podcast about it um uh actually most of them except for the one except for one now doesn't do a podcast about Star Wars or like fandom and things like that and I'm not really in Star Wars fandom anymore and I don't really want to be um I like I like honestly like the last movie that came out in like December of 2019 like it was nice not caring or thinking about what would happen in the movie and being able to just like watch the trailers for it and enjoy it and be excited about it yeah and going to see it like opening weekend and enjoying it and loving the movie but then not spending like any time after that thinking about it or like critiquing it or anything like that it was nice to just be able to just go through life watch it a couple times enjoy it know that I love it when I think about that movie I have really positive emotions towards it but other than that I haven't seen it since opening weekend I don't care about seeing it though it's not a movie that I feel like I need to rewatch or anything like that but that's fine um like I don't listen to podcasts about it anymore about Star Wars or anything like that I don't want to read articles about it I don't want to do I don't want to like talk to be talking to fans about it anymore I just don't want that anymore like I can still enjoy what's going on in that world but I don't I don't want to know anything anymore I just want to be able to watch the things as they air and then that's it um so I feel like like that connection that we had of like the shared experience of going through the Star Wars fandom it being in a fandom kind of brings up a lot of issues that you have about things in your own life like with mental illness and gender identity and um, racism and sexism and and all these kind of things so a lot of those things came up of when we were friends and close like that but I I just don't feel I don't feel confident in the idea that we can have that same 
bond without me sharing in that experience anymore. And part of it that's hard, and the reason why I think it's hard for me to figure that out, besides, like, other things that I'll mention in a second, is that the all the the other friends in that group, there's four of them besides me, and they all still function in fandom and stuff the same way, basically, that they did before COVID and everything else that's happened in the last year or so. Like, I'm the one that's different. Like, I'm the one that in 2019 basically, like, unfollowed most people that I had in fandom. The ones that I still follow on social media from Star Wars fandoms are are usually people that I share something else with. Like, I still follow them. I follow, like, uh, a couple... Like, they're basically people that have gone through, like, traumatic things like me. Or they have a sim... One person has, like, a similar gender going through a whole gender thing of feeling more gender fluid than, like, me. Um, and things like that. Like, not because of Star Wars. Like, I don't... I don't even like seeing people really talk about um, it like that in, like, a fandom-y way anymore. The people that I have don't really talk about it, honestly, that much at all. But we just... We have other things in common. So I kept them there. But everyone else I've unfollowed or blocked I've like muted the like the hashtags having to do with Star Wars so I don't even see most of the time what's going on with it and unless it's like a trending topic and I click on it to try to find out what people are talking about um so like I'm the one that did that I decided to do that they didn't they all still engage in it in the same way as they did before. I'm the one who took a giant step back. I'm the one that will, like, be around in their lives and then will just drop out and come back for a little bit and then drop out again. Like, they didn't do any of that shit. Um, so I feel like I'm the one that's different now. I am the one that changed the dynamic. So I should be the one. So that's why I feel like I don't know if I, like, fit in with them anymore. And I don't know how to handle that feeling. Like, a couple, like, after the election, I talked to them for a little bit again and then just left again because of the same because of that like I I hate the idea that these people that I really love and I still feel close to they used that I used to that like got me through the hardest part of my life um that we don't still have that same closeness anymore and so when I see, like, when I realize that and I almost, like, see evidence of it, I don't know how to handle it. So I just leave because I don't know how to handle that. Um, and 
the big part of this is attachment problems. Um, so I, uh, I don't know how people use TikTok usually, but I use it to, well, recently in the last couple of weeks, I've used it to talk about Bucky Barnes a lot, but, um, I use it a lot to help learn, like, so far to learn things about, um, neurodivergent things like PTSD, ADD, because I've always kind of wondered if I also have ADD, like the inattentive style or not. Um, that's a story, but all I'll say for now is that when I was in like, I think I was in second grade or no, third grade. When I was in third grade, my teacher, like, you know, parent teacher conferences, my third grade teacher told my mom that she thought that I should get tested for ADD and my mom told her no that she didn't think I had it and never got me tested for it never said anything about it and then when I was like 30 31 something like that it was like a year it was like the year before I went back to therapy I asked her because I was wondering that myself at the time. And so I asked her about it. And she all of a sudden just started talking, told me that. And then started talking about how um, she always thought that I had, like, the... She was basically saying I thought I had the inattentive style. But it was like, I remember just staring at her like... Like, if you knew that since I was a kid, like, why didn't you ever try to get me tested especially since she was she was an ed teacher as a kid she taught kids that had adhd so why wouldn't she or add whatever you want to call it <sighs> i know now why she never did like i think it was like an ego thing like she didn't want she didn't want me to be like a kid that had um any sort of disability or anything wrong with them as if she was doing because me just having ADD would be looked at as me doing something like her doing something wrong as opposed to it just being something that I had and then also I understand that she also wouldn't have wanted me to spend a whole lot of time with doctors because doctors are mandatory reporters and they would have noticed, or would have had a higher chance of noticing that something was wrong at home if I had to spend more time going to the doctors to get that kind of medication. And so she definitely wouldn't have wanted me to see, like, a psychologist or psychiatrist to get diagnosed for anything like that. If that's how people get diagnosed, I honestly don't even know. (sighs) That's a sidebar. But anyway, um... I use TikTok a lot to learn things about trauma from people who are therapists or social workers. Either way, they're people who are trauma-informed. And that that stuff just, like, shows up on my um, profile or on your, you know, the videos that they play that they think you'll like based on other things that I talk about. And one of them is... 
that I've never looked into really before was your attachment style, which is like how you have relationships with people. And I knew that whatever attachment style I had was not healthy in any way. I'm not, yeah, just like not a healthy attachment. There's no way you can grow up in a house that is as pervasive as incest and all that and come out of it with a healthy attachment style. So I never looked up what my attachment style was or anything like that because, uh, I don't know. I just always knew that it wasn't right and it just felt like there was like a million other things I was trying to work on before working on that. Um... But I've seen, I saw a couple of videos about it, so it made me want to look into it. So I, uh, like I found some quiz on like psychology today about it and took it. And I don't know how valid that quiz necessarily was, but I feel like the, um, the results make sense for me, which was a, I think, I think it was fearful avoidant. Um, personality type. I think that's what it was. It was fearful something. It was e- it's either fearful anxious or fearful um, or fearful avoidant. And basically the difference between anxious and avoidant is, is basically in the name. But avoidant people will like detach from people um, and just like isolate themselves and anxious people will be like the opposite where they're more like clingy and I don't like that word just because it has negative like patriarchy connotations to it like men being like oh she's so clingy and things like that but it's more of just needing needing more validation from and like wanting people to like you because you need you feel like you need external validation to validate yourself because you don't like yourself so you spend a lot of you want a lot of attention from the people that you do have in your life and I don't remember which one I am because honestly I feel like both of those could apply to me um because I do both of those like I isolate myself and sometimes I do I especially used to do that the anxious, like, more clingy or whatever type, um, before I went into therapy, and then when I first started everything, because I just was, like, looking for validation somewhere that I wasn't a horrible person, um, and was just, like, desperate to find that wherever I could. So talking about this friend group I I don't know if if like I'm trying to think of the right way to say this in like a in a way that doesn't sound weird but I don't know if I don't have the same connection with them or if that's something that I've just perceived in my mind because of like issues with attachment style 
especially like the fearful kind the fearful attachment style that is definitely me is the idea of being afraid that other people being afraid of other people just period but then also just always expecting people to leave you to not want to be a friend or whatever with you at some point and it being like a self-fulfilling prophecy where you're afraid of that so you do so you like isolate yourself from them to stop to like almost be like instead of letting this person hurt me I'm going to leave them first or the other way of being afraid of that someone won't want to be this person that you care about won't want to be friends being afraid that they won't like you once they see like the real you and so like trying to hang on to them tighter so that they almost can't leave you when I say that out loud I feel like I'm more the first type um where I just assume that you know that they don't like me anymore and try to detach myself from them and tell myself that you know that this is just how it is now um instead of going through the whole thing and then but the problem with that attachment style is that it might not be based in reality and by that I mean that the people that you're worried about that you are convincing yourself don't like you anymore and are going to stop talking to you and you know leave you or leave you feeling abandoned again they might not actually be doing that (laughs) like they might not do that um they might still like feel the same about you but you just have like wound yourself up and like ruminated so much about it in your mind to make you think that they are going to hurt you in the end so you might as well just stop it now but it might not they might not ever do that to you so you're like creating distance with people that love you and care about you and don't want to hurt you like so when I so this weekend, the one friend whose stepmom died and then the friend who got married, I watched the friend that got married, her ceremony on Zoom, and it was really sweet. Um, and the friend who died, like, I'm sitting here, like, if this would have happened, you know, before when we were close and we were talking on a regular basis, I would have... I would have sent, like, her something in the mail. Like, uh, previously I sent her, like, stuffed animals and things like that. Like, for my birthday this year, she sent me a candle, which is really nice. Um, but, and I've been thinking on and off about that all day because I actually, because the last couple months, ever since the stimulus, the $600 stimulus we got in December, money has been much more stable for me, so I'm able to, like, buy people things like that if I, if I can. Um, so, like, all day today I've been thinking about, like, should I, should I buy her something? 
like that like and send it to her so she knows that i'm thinking about her when she's going through all this really painful time or should i or should i not and just leave it alone because we aren't that close anymore like we used to talk like in that that friend group we used to talk every day about something basically and i know that even though i follow all of these people on other social media platforms anymore because i don't the group chat like thing that we had i'm not i haven't checked it since like december or something i think and um i know that because i haven't that i'm not reading that that i'm almost seeing things from like a third person perspective and by that i mean like i know that you know it's the kind of thing where you have close friends so you tell your close friends about things that are going on in your life before you would like post about it on social media where everyone can see it so i know that there's a lot of things that have been happening in their lives for the past like for a long time as at least for the past like four or five months that i don't know about and i don't know anything about what's happening because i haven't read that so like like i'm the one that took myself out of that equation i like stopped checking that group chat because i feel like like i remember the day that i decided to stop looking i looked at it and i just remember thinking in my head like i ruined this like um like the thing we were talking about at the time i was upset about something i was talking about in therapy and was probably too like aggressive with somebody in there and afterwards i just remember looking at it and feeling like I just ruin things. Like, I'm always the more... Like, I guess... Overly... Passionate or aggressive or... Whatever one that I just kind of say what I'm thinking. And those things come out and then I can hurt their feelings. And I don't want to hurt their feelings. And so when that happened... I felt like... I just ruined it. Like, I felt like I just... I came back to this... This group chat that we had. And all I ever talk about is things that are hard. And... I was just tired... Of always being, like, the one with... Bad news or... Bringing people down when... And all that kind of stuff. And so... I was like, I'm tired of doing this. Of having to go through all this hard shit. And just feeling like... A giant buzzkill all the time. And just left. Like, that's literally the definition of the avoidant personality type. And, like, I don't... And I'm trying to figure out who I am and what I even want. So, it's, it's hard to really put into words. But I guess I've just been sitting here this weekend feeling like... Even though I put that separation there. I am also like. Does it need to be there? Like did. 
did I need to do that? Or is that just me being really mean to myself? Because part of the whole, like, avoidant attachment issue is basically, like, depriving yourself of people that actually love you and care about you and trying to make relationships with people that don't treat you well because you don't think that you deserve the people that actually will treat you well. You think you deserve the people that treat you like shit. So I've been thinking about that for the last couple of months anyway um, with this, but like I think this weekend just made me really see that like how separated I am now from all of them that when one of their moms dies, basically their stepmom dies, I don't know if I should send something to them in the mail saying that I'm sorry about what happened or if I should just not because we're not, we don't have that closeness anymore. So am I even like, because I just think like this person has other people that I know she talks to in the way that we used to talk. So like, should I even put the effort in to do that or is that overstepping now because I've left her life so many times in the last like year or so that maybe I just don't have a place there anymore and that's basically what I've just been thinking like when I left that group chat in December I've just been thinking like I feel like I don't have a place here anymore that maybe I've changed too much or because I don't I don't do the things that I used to when we first became friends that I just I feel like I don't have a place there anymore that they can all continue being friends and being close and things like that but I feel like I feel like I don't I can't contribute in the way that I used to and that makes me really sad because I really love them like a lot Um, and I know they really love me too like the times that I do post on social media they always um, respond and reply in some way and I know they care a lot about me so I'm just confused like did I isolate myself from people who really love me and I feel like at this point I've done it too many times Like, I don't know how else to really put it besides that. In the last, in the last, like, year, I've, like, especially, well, even in 2019. Like, in 2019, I was in, I was part of their lives, but I was such a mess that I was barely even there. Um, and especially when I was in treatment, I just kind of fell off because... I just was just trying to focus on treatment because that was, yeah. I stopped talking to most people that I knew when I was in treatment because I just needed to do that instead. But 
So I feel like for the last like year and a half or so, I just keep disappearing from their lives. And I feel like it's like borderline abusive to keep dropping out of their lives and then coming back for a while and then dropping out again and then coming back and dropping out again. It's just not fair to them to keep going back and forth with them like that because I'm trying to figure myself out. Like, I'm so scared of opening myself up to them being to being friends with them again only for them to only for like the bond to not be there anymore and I'm always the thing about the last year that's the thing that's hard when you become really like going through trauma treatment and therapy and things like that makes you very self-aware incredibly self-aware like I feel like the whole process of going through that is becoming incredibly self-aware just period like you have to like the only way to make real progress through that whole thing is by doing that because you have to be like aware of the negative and positive patterns that you do with yourself with people with your with relationships that you have like like you just have to know yourself in order to be able to be aware of what you do to try to change that behavior into a more positive thing um so i feel like the thing that's hard about that self-awareness is that you become more aware of the things that you do that maybe isn't that is more like on the negative side or at least not necessarily healthy but you but it's still like you become very aware of what your fears are basically is what I'm trying to say so because of going through all of that like I know that I'm absolutely terrified of spending time in a relation trying to build up a relationship like any sort of relationship with anyone and that person ending up like not being a positive person in my life by that mean like I was I'm trying to think of the best way to sum this up but I was in so many relationships with people who were manipulative and using me in some way or just manipulating me like my mom um my sister to some extent too we've gotten a lot better with that over the last couple years but it was pretty bad for a while and a lot of like the friendships that I had were not healthy and they were manipulating me sometimes I would manipulate them out of fear and either way it wasn't healthy it wasn't good and like part of the whole thing with therapy is realizing the things that you did when you were like in that place of just being of trying to survive like in survival mode and just being scared and acting out of fear like when I try to 
like manipulate people in the past like I still probably do it but I try really hard not to now but when I especially when I did it before in my life I was doing it out of like total fear that 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 was my way of trying to control my environment and not be left in a position where I was open to being so hurt um after everything that I went through as a kid I was so vulnerable then and there was absolutely nothing I could do to get myself out of that situation so ever since then I've kind of tried to I'm always just thinking about that like I don't want to put myself in the position where I'm leaving myself open to being manipulated or hurt by someone and having to find out down the line that this person was manipulating or lying to me the entire time and having to go through that whole like cycle again like I that's a big fear when you're uh when you've gone through trauma like that and you start working on yourself so you're more aware of it it's a huge fear that of like getting back like ending up being in relationships like that again and so I'm so scared of that happening and I'm terrified of giving people other another chance or working on improving my relationship with like these friends for instance they're really the only ones that I think about in this way um the other friends from here not really but just these four people but I just think, like, should I go back and try to recultivate this these friendships again? Because I felt like they really loved me and cared about me and never did anything to hurt me. And or am I setting myself up to be hurt? And not in the way that I think they're manipulative. It's just that, like, do I... Should I? It's scary for me to go back and try to be friends with people that I knew in any way from before I started going to therapy. Because so many of those relationships were not healthy at all. And I know that. So I get scared at trying to continue any of those relationships because I'm scared of like that I'll be unhealthy to them that I'll like fall back into old patterns that I used to do that were not good because I don't want to hurt them that's like my worst it's like one of my biggest fears ever is hurting people and I feel like with this group of people all they've ever done is be kind to me and I just keep leaving them and so I feel like I'm the abuser in that situation I don't think that I deserve to have them in my life anymore after putting them through all of that. But I don't know if that's actually accurate. Because <laughs> I've mentioned this many times. I am insanely hard on myself. And I know that, but it still doesn't change the fact that I don't see things clearly when it comes to myself. And so when I think about them, I just think like, 
Like, am I being... Am I being really mean to myself saying that I feel like I've been, like, almost borderline abusive with them, leaving them so many times without really an explanation and them just putting up with it because I really don't have a choice in the matter? Or is that me just making me the abuser and being horrible to myself because that's just how I've always treated myself. Like, I don't know. And this weekend just made that more apparent that, like, I know that we're so, I'm so separated from them. And I hate it. But I don't know if I deserve to be in their lives anymore like I don't even know if they would want me to be in their lives anymore and I don't know if I actually deserve it or if I should just cut that off and try to and continue living like I have without really any real friends and just try to find new people instead of trying to hang on to these people that are like the only people basically from all those years before I went back to therapy that I still that I wish I had in my life still this is why trauma is so hard like there's especially the kind of I'll say this this is why child abuse trauma is so hard and why you need to go to therapy for like years because when you're abused when you're so young like so much of yourself is built on um like such intense negativity like and negativity is like the nicest word for it but like like a psychologist say the first seven years of your life is what like molds you and how you like gives you like the opinions of what people think about you your relationship with the world and the first seven years of my life were horrifying so I built this relationship with the world where I feel like people don't like me That I'm weird, that I'm different, that people can't understand me. That if people really get to know me, they're just going to leave because there's something innately wrong with me. And I can know that that's not 100% accurate, but I still can't navigate that part of my life of figuring out when I'm peeing too hard on myself. And when I should, like, what the, like, the middle ground there of not giving myself excuses for past behavior that I did because of my own drama, but also knowing when I'm being way too hard on myself and expecting myself to be perfect when I shouldn't be.